now from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. How are you, Mr. Dean? I'm annoyed already. Yeah, already? Ken Willis, Daytona Motor Mouse, Godwin Kelly is uh, off doing what he does when he's not here. God, don't, yeah, don't open that, up that can of worms. In his, uh, in his stead is the world's youngest angry old man, Zachary. Middle name? Starts with a J. Zachary J. Dean. <laughs> is it stupid or is it a common? It's like just John. Oh, God. As common as you can get. Yeah. That's, well, fittingly. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, last week at Pocono, the coming week at Watkins Glen, uh, a, a fast-approaching milestone for uh, Angry Zach's favorite driver. Uh, we're going to talk about safer barriers. We're going to talk about... That's a hard hit. We're going to talk about how uh, how... Pressure from below <laughs> oh. might make you pick up your pace a little bit. What kind of radio, <laughs> kind of what radio station is this? <laughs> XM Radio, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna throwback. We're gonna talk a little throwback. Hey, you know and, Chip Wilde came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna um, and we're, we'll play the birthday game. And usually you're you to be Zach. Usually you um. God, right, you usually suck. Can at we this. start over? You suck at this, but uh, today well. you got a chance because everybody is uh, in your in your frame of reference. Okay, there's no Buddy Arrington birthdays, know you know, yeah. or even Ned Jarrett. You know, there's I more know people Ned. who are sort of within your uh, purview. How about that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then anyway, we'll get started on all of it with what do you know? Right after this. Trying to Facebook Live this thing. All right. Ken Willis, Zach D, Daytona Motor Mouse. We are motoring along. Let's talk talk Kyle Busch and his 49th Cup Series victory last week ties him all time with Tony Stewart. Is that good? Kyle has one championship. Tony had three. Yes. Yeah. So where do you – but – I kind of lean toward all those other wins that Kyle has. If I had to rank these two in the hierarchy of NASCAR history, racing history, I put oh. I put Kurt above Tony, wouldn't you? Well, Even you, though well, we're not talking about Kurt, I definitely. I'm put sorry, Kurt Kyle, below I Tony. would put Kyle above Tony. <laughs> Even though you're looking at one championship versus three, yeah, I think Kyle. Because doesn't he almost have like what two hundred? Well, I've got it written down. Oh, yeah. what is it? I do. Kyle, oh, well, has, uh, Kyle has forty nine Cup wins, uh-huh. ninety two Bush Series wins, and fifty one Truck wins for a total of one nine two. Yeah, I think Kyle. But and, and he's not even close to done. Like he no. probably still has five, six more years. You know, being really good. I mean, if he so chose to keep running in them lower series, he can oh, approach three hundred wins. Yeah, yeah, I. I yeah. I would put Kyle above, and in, in, in just the grand scope of NASCAR, and you know, I, I would put Kyle above. You know, a lot of rowdy fans out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you don't want them. You don't want them uh, getting angry at you. They're kind of the similar personalities, though, aren't they? Kyle Busch and Tony Stewart. I yeah, mean, kind of, so, kind of, sort of. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, prickliness to both. Who do you times. think wins in a fight? Oh, Tony. 
I think Kyle's big though. Yeah, but he's big. I don't think he's big, and uh, I don't. I don't think there's. I think Tony. Okay, <laughs> okay that's good reasoning. Personal, without getting personal, <laughs> I think Tony's. I think Tony's Did, meaner. Has Tony kicked your ass? To, no, he is has not. But, he, but I'm just saying, if I all right, if they were standing next to each other and I had to fight one of them, I'd much rather fight, fight Kyle than Tony. Yeah. Plus, Kyle, you got to remember too. Kyle, Kyle's a dad, so he doesn't want to get hurt. So I might have a better dad? chance. No, Tom, is he not even married yet? No, so he's got nothing to lose. How old is he? 104. No, he's like 47 <laughs> now. Is he ever? Do you think he'll just never? He's get not married? on the birthday game. So <laughs> you think I he's not, take, is he just not going to? At do this anything? stage, I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe one day when he grows up. <laughs> when he's all <laughs> yeah. grown up. Yeah. yeah. When he's all grown up. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there you go. Uh, so you might. Want to rather fight Tony than Kyle? I don't. I can't believe that. No, I don't. But I think yeah. Tony's got a lot of girth to him, so yeah. I think he could probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyle, oh, Kyle's gotten beefy too. He's a little yeah. Thickened. He's remember but how skinny soft he looking, used to be. But it's not. It's not tough looking. It's kind of soft looking. Yeah, you know, Tony's got that old school NASCAR yeah. body. He kind of looks like Brendan Gone. I mean, Tony <laughs> looks like the guy who might come out if you were like if you complained about something at Denny's or. Uh, uh, Bob Evans, he's the guy. If you complain, he's the guy that would come out of the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah with a <laughs> spatula or a cleaver. Yeah. He's the guy come walking out of the kitchen. You know, he's what. That's what he looks like. What restaurant me. would Kyle come out of? Like, like an Olive Garden or something? <sighs> yeah, yeah. An Applebee's? Yeah, something a little softer. <laughs> Chili's? Yeah, yeah. Applebee's would be a good one. Olive Garden's really good. I know it is. It's a little doughy, mm-hmm. so you can get the breadsticks there. So, yeah. So Boy, the ratings for this show are going to be great. A, there is a game we can start playing on a weekly basis. What Pick restaurant would they come out and of? And which restaurant does he look like he might be a cook from? That's yeah. a good one. Where would he be? Yeah. <laughs> we'd get in trouble with a few, though. We couldn't. Uh, yeah, we'd have to pick our spots. With you, anyway. Yeah. We, you wouldn't be allowed to play that game very long. Angry. I wonder Andy. where Chase Elliott would come out from. I'm trying to we think of a nice restaurant. We can't start playing it now. He would be, but he, but all right, we've started. He would be like a. Uh, he has the look of an earthy, crunchy look to him. Okay, so it would probably be some sort of vegan bistro type what? of thing. Yeah, like a hipster. Yeah, really? Absolutely. Yeah, a place where you could get smoothies. You know what I call a smoothie? Smoothie King. A, a daiquiri. That's a smoothie yeah. for you. Yeah. All right. All right. When did they quit being called daiquiris? Way before my time. All right, here. Let's talk a little bit about how 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 pressure down below will get you hot footing it every now and then. All right, how's that for a tease? <laughs> uh, Daniel Suarez, who's in his second year with Gibbs Racing. Remember last year he replaced Carl Edwards, who up and quit unexpectedly. Cousin Carl. Cousin Carl. And uh, and Suarez was another year away from being promoted to Cup, at least in theory. But they quickly brought him up, and uh, he's it has not it has not gone greatly. He's had spurts every now and then where, right. where he does okay, but it's not like he hit he he hit not a duck to water. Let's say that. Right. But uh, this past week at Pocono, he had his career best finish, second place. I think he's had three top fives, and this was his third or fourth one, and and it was a second place, which is his best finish. Could it have been just coincidence that another Joe Gibbs driver the day before and the, down in the Bush series, what some folks like to call the Xfinity. Nationwide? Uh, nationwide. Down in the, down in the baby grand, down in the <laughs> Bush series, uh, Christopher Bell won his third straight. He doesn't lose. Won his third straight race. Got a little bit of Kyle Busch in him. And he won like half a dozen or so last year yeah. in, in the trucks or a year before. He's really good. Yeah. And, uh, and he's... 
ticketed for the big leagues they, sooner than later. Yeah. Now, if you look at Gibbs' other three cup drivers beyond Suarez, they are uh, Denny Hamlin. He's locked in. Kyle Busch, I would assume, is kind of locked in you there. You <laughs> And... Uh, I hate Eric, when I do this. Eric Jones, Jones who's locked he's in. Locked he's he's going to win very soon. Yeah. Yeah. He's already won. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. He's going to win a real he, race. He won here. <laughs> it's a plate race. I don't count on I know. Neither do uh, I. So, anyway. Unless Chase wins. Yeah, he won like five miles from here. And I was over like <laughs> <laughs> six miles if you read our expense reports. Yeah. Um, so, those guys are locked in. They're going nowhere. I don't know if they're contractually all locked in. Yeah. But they're, in theory. So, where does Chris Bell go? That's the thing I've been reading, and Joe Gibbs is saying, I, I, funny you ask, I have in my hand, no, my other hand, <laughs> I have in my hand a little uh, report here for uh, The Morning Drive, which is on uh, Sirius XM TMD. Radio. Good yeah, show. Um, here's, let me find the Joe Gibbs quote. Uh, they're saying, I mean, Toyota could add another team. Remember they added the team at, uh, at Furniture Row? Well, they had the 77 car, yeah. Yeah, so maybe something like that. Gibbs' quote on Sirius XM Radio was, we have to keep him. Just put it that way. We have to. <laughs> I think Toyota has a lot invested. We do. I really think he's a future star. You, I'm not doing my uh, quote voice. You never know when you step up to the next level. That's a huge step. Except uh, Joe Gibbs talks nothing like that. Well, Joe like Gibbs, that. yeah. We think he's well on his way. I think he's showing everyone what his abilities are and his talents. And so, anywho... It just so happens that he wins his third straight Bush Series race, and Daniel Suarez the next day is like, oh, wow, now. That's well, my yeah, fourth but they're, year. They're not going to kick Suarez out. If well, anything, I think it'd be Denny Hamlin. And they'll add another, or they'll add, or another, they'll add another car, or they'll, they'll put him in a 77 car and try well, to find that. They'll give bit, a second you know. team to Furniture Row again, yeah. who's, by the way, looking for a sponsor. Yeah, they, for their, yeah. they have enough problems holding one yeah. team, and he's the best driver in a sport right yeah, now. So, anyway, so you don't think that. A sense of, I, I don't want to call it a sense of desperation on Suarez's part, but do you think that, I know that if I hear footsteps behind me, I'm going to run a little yeah, bit faster. Yeah, I mean, everybody on that team besides probably Eric Jones and Kyle Busch are feeling a little bit. Cause Kyle Busch isn't going anywhere, obviously. Yeah. Eric Jones just won a race, and he's a baby, and he's run much better than Suarez. Yeah. So... But I Denny think, Hamlin, I would think that Denny he's Hamlin has in. not been good. I don't know yeah, if he's, but he's locked in, but he hasn't been good this year. with FedEx. But, two-thirds but of the do you battle. remember what Joe Gibbs said? Godwin was all over. FedEx Joe, needs a win. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Denny, I mean, I don't think he's going anywhere, but I think he's the only one who would have any job security issues over yeah. there right now. But, again, he could be in the middle of a seven-year contract beyond year four. Nobody knows. Yeah, so right. Who knows? All right, let's move along. Watkins Glen this week. Your thoughts on road course races. The Glen! Your thoughts. Road did, course races. I didn't used to like it, but I actually like it now. Okay, I, what, cha- what what changed you? Um, because I had to sit through so many crappy mile-and-a-half races yeah. that the same three people win, so the road course actually adds a little more drama you to know it. What I, I, don't, I don't know what this says about my attention span, but what I like about road course races, Sonoma, Watkins Glen, and then in other series, when you watch uh, some F1, uh, occasionally watch yeah. a little bit of F1, not a lot, um, and some sports cars, uh, IndyCar does some street race and road course races some on their schedule. Uh my attention span, my shrinking attention span, loves the scenery around the track. I like looking at the different. It's not ju- you're not just watching the, the same, same thing, thing over yeah. and over, and you're looking at different parts of the track. And you go, oh, there's you know they're coming up to the part of the track where the hill is, where all the girls sit. Uh, you got this, you got that, you got that little bridge they go under, or the tunnel, or yeah. Whatever. yeah. So I like that's what I like about road course races is that the tracks are generally beautiful. They're well manicured. Uh, it's just not a ribbon of asphalt. 
How's that? Ribbon of asphalt. Ribbon of asphalt. I'll and tell where you, you sit, where you're waiting to see the camera angle that shows you how many tickets were not sold that day or sold. No, they whatever. won't show that. Yeah, they try to keep that a little tight yeah. in places, but don't blame them. Show, anyway. the, show the same section 10 rows 5 through 10 the entire race. <laughs> same uh, people, all race. Yeah, but I, I would like, I've never been to Watkins Glen, and I have always said I'm going to go one of these years, and I guess I'm going to stick by that. I think I'll go, but I would package it with other stuff around there, you know, like uh, Cooperstown, yeah. maybe Niagara Falls, because I guess you got to see Niagara Falls once. Don't would you? you rather go to, have you been to Sonoma? I have not. Sears Point? Have been to, I've, I have would you been, rather go to there or to Watkins Glen? First? I've been in the neighborhood see i've been out there and seen just about everything most everything there is to see yeah so you're think, a big but West i've Coast never guy. been but i've never been to that part of new york state so i would take watkins Glen, and then i would couple that with a uh, little day trip to cooperstown or vice versa and uh and i guess you gotta go see niagara falls yeah yeah i mean i'm not that i'm not crazy about it it's but i guess you water. have to yeah i could see that every day around here go to a downspout Coming off the building, it's right there for God's sake. Hey, there's a little man in a barrel going down the dog spot, the down spot. All right, so we settled that. Uh, road courses, we like them for now. And I'll tell you what's going to happen because have his a road course. Well, well, we'll talk about AJ Allmendinger all weekend. He'll qualify somewhere between second and fifth. Yeah, he'll run third or fourth all race. He'll have some sort of he'll screw something up, get in a wreck, and then he'll finish seventeenth and be disappointed. How about Ron Fellows? Oh, is Boris said running this weekend? No, I guess not. There's no ringers anymore. It's sad. Marcus Ambrose. Oh, well, they could, he's a long, he won, a long he, trip. He won at the Glen a couple of years ago. Yeah, didn't but he? he's, he's down there with the Kiwis right now. Yeah. It's not coming. That's a long way to go for an automobile race. Automobiles. All right, uh, all right. That's it for what do you know? We'll be uh, we'll take a short, very short break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. No. With uh, you'll get that in big time auto racing. What did I put on our little list here? First one, and you'll definitely oh. get that. You'll you'll get that when your brakes go to the floorboard. I tell you what, <laughs> what you'll get every now and then at a track where they uh, where they uh, put a lot of pressure on the brakes is is brake failure occasionally. You saw Bubba's wreck. Oh my God, I Bubba's watched wreck it at Pocono, and I and I said because his he was sitting there and his the like, window net didn't the come window out. net yeah. I kept saying oh my god please just come down and finally after about a minute it came down but yeah. it was that was one of the I mean, that was hard that was yeah. a bad one now when he came out you know he darted across the grass and you kind of lose control when you're going across the grass and you know there's been a big issue the last couple of years Kyle Bush is at the forefront of saying get rid of all grass around racetrack cuz i mean I, you kind of lose control the thinking is you don't control the car there you can't anymore. yeah now when he came off the grass he looked like he was semi in control but if he didn't have brakes you know yeah there's not much you brakes, can do yeah. so he comes off of the grass at the uh, i think at the sort of near the beginning of one of the turns and as he comes up off the grass onto the apron and then onto the track surface from the apron into the racing surface, the car turned to the left a little bit, which helped his cause quite a bit. Yeah, no Because kidding. it's as hard as it slammed against the passenger side, as hard as it hit against the safer barrier, that could have been that front right around the front right headlight if they had headlights. Yeah. And that would have been even worse. That's so, not a spot you now, want And I've watched the replay a few times, and the only thing I can tell is that the the uh, angle, the transition from coming from the apron to the racing groove is what turned the car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether I would like to ask him I, if he had the wherewithal to try to turn it to keep it from going headlong into the wall or not. 
Well, that would be I, my reaction yeah. or instinct, you would think. Yeah, I would have tried to. Yeah, I, I think if I looked up and saw that wall up there and knew that I wasn't slowing down, <laughs> I might have tried to. I might have tried to star ski and hutch it at about 150. There's a know. lot of. You see a lot of those wrecks at Pocono. Pocono is one of those places where because you go so fast down the straightaways and then the braking is so important. Seems like it was five, six years ago, whenever it was. Elliot Sadler had a violent wreck there. Elliot one of them Sadler earthen thing. berms that they have, and I'm and then, and then you're going and until somebody hits one of them things. Yeah. And God knows you put anything out in the way that could be possibly in the way, and eventually they're going to find it. Somebody. Well, Steve hit. Park had a bad yeah. one there the year Earnhardt died. I think was it one or it may it, it, I think or it was his in the years ones, after he died. But he was were in Atlanta and uh, Darlington. I don't remember Pocono. I Jeff remember Gordon Pocono. had a very bad. Gordon one. had a bad one. Yeah, of course that's where Bobby Allison. That's where his career ended. That's the story he told us that he. Didn't he black out or something? Or He blacked out a lot yeah. after that for months, I think. It was long recovery. Yeah, he's a man. Yep, he is. All right, moving on. What's next? Uh, you'll get pro- you know what you'll get in big-time auto racing? A lot of promos. Pro- promotional ideas. And one of the one of the best, you know, it used to be NASCAR, uh, they, promotional ideas would just fall out of the sky, and they would all work. Then over time, you know, yeah, everything they tried, some things worked, some didn't. Yeah. So when you stumble on one that's a huge hit, what do you do? You know what you do? You beat it into the ground. Right, that the Darlington Throwback Weekend, and I it has not been beaten throwback. into the ground yet. It has, it is still good. It's still they, fresh enough. They right don't now. try to do it too many play, other places. They just well, keep that would it ruin there. it. Yeah. Yes. So to their credit, they haven't tried to bring it elsewhere and ruin it. Um, this year, you know you. If you do a little bit of your own research, you'll see the different drivers and race teams and, and the throwback paint well, Steve, schemes and whatnot. Peak, speaking. speaking of Steve, Steve Park, Park yeah. you see what Logano just did. So Logano is going to do a Steve Park yeah. throwback. It's pretty cool. And some of them, you look at them and you go, I don't remember that color. You have to really be... Uh, you have to really have a good. I guess you got to have a good memory. You probably, <laughs> you probably love the throwback weekend. Is it the first time you actually recognize all the cars on the track? It's you're right. <laughs> got a good point. Yeah. Um, with all the different paint schemes these days, I think it. W- I think it would be the throwback paint schemes. I think would mean a little more if the cars already have different paint schemes every week. You know, yeah. so it's not like it's really something different to me. I'm sure others feel differently. But in keeping with the theme, they like to also have a throwback uh, entertainment, pre-race entertainment, and anthem singers. And you talk about right in your wheelhouse, Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> Hanson, right down my boy alley. Band. Boy band, yes. Yeah, uh, I did a little research on Hanson. And, uh, boy, I wish I had the song. And, you know, we should have the song Sing playing it. in the background. I don't, it doesn't even have a word. It's called mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you, you know, uh, you know that in 1997, I was four. The group released their major record debut at the album "Middle of Nowhere," including the international spite s- smash single "Umbop." <laughs> 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 this gar- I don't even think Sterling Marlin recognizes that word. Uh, they gar- garnered multiple Grammy na- nominations, according to the press release, and five consecutive top 40 singles, such as Where's the Love and I Will Come to You. Yeah. In 03, they lost their job, and, uh, well, that, that doesn't say that. What it says is they launched their own independent record label. Mm, that's a fancy means, way. Of, yeah. I, that's what I'm going to say when I get fired from here. <laughs> I launched my own independent newspaper. <laughs> 
and their first independent album underneath was a number one independent Billboard album in 2004. Well, are there a lot of independent? Are there a lot of independent Billboard albums? They've sold over 16 million albums to date. That's a lot of. How many have they sold recently? <clears throat> 16. That, listen, it doesn't say. <laughs> it, it doesn't say. Uh, Hanson is also very experienced in performing national anthems, as they have performed it at the uh, at the 1997 World Series. You know, I went to that one. Down here? Down did you actually Miami, go to it? Miami. Did you cover it? I did. Oh. Game 7, I was there. The 1999 Women's FIFA World Cup. Did you cover that one? FIFA, FIFA. Uh, oh, they've also performed a national anthem for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Cool. And it says right here, so it must be true on many other occasions. <laughs> so, oh, I love when this happens. I love the quotes from the track presidents on little things like oh, this, yeah. you know, when they announced this or sure. that or the other, you know. Kerry uh, Tharp was a longtime sports information director, University of South Carolina. Went to work for NASCAR about 15 years ago, give or take. Cool. In the, mark, in the media relations uh, field. Uh, and a couple years ago, they moved him to Darlington Raceway as track president. He's a native, good guy, apparently a good track president, knows the industry, knows the people. Good quote. And Kerry uh, Tharp said the following about Hanson. Quote, Hanson, Hanson is a group that has been performing together for over 25 years, and we're more than happy to have them at Darlington Raceway performing our national anthem. They have had a tremendous amount of experience performing the anthem at many great venues and will do a great job for our Bojangles Southern oh, 500 great. automobile race. <laughs> How about that? You excited? Did he actually say automobile race? Because that would be perfect. That. That yeah. There, so, yeah. He would say that if you were speaking to him, but I think when you're putting together a press release, you, you think you put a lot of effort into that quote? Thought about it? For he'll a while? break it. No, he'll. Well, it's he'll break out the same one for uh, uh, for when they announce and the just, Grand Marshal and, and just, just switch the. Uh, yeah, it's, you can't be a track president unless you have that thing on hand. You got to have it on file, like on a hey, time is money. Right you didn't have time your, for that crap. Yeah, you no. pull it right out of your breast pocket. You're ready to go. I think. I, I, anything to add to Hanson? No, but. Before we move on, the Darlington, you know, there's always – when they bring up the paint schemes each year, I like to go through each drivers and see the couple, the two or three drivers or teams that don't do it and just bring Oof. their regular car. I'm thinking, God, you guys are boring. I think yeah. Kurt Busch did it last year. Maybe yeah. maybe it's something with Monster where Monster wants, you know, yeah. to be on his car because they're – but it's just like, good God, like, God, uh, do something. Because it, it's like when you go to a Halloween party and and – and you think, oh, you know, dressing up is going to be so embarrassing. Then you get there and you're the only one not dressed up, and now you're 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 the embarrassing one. You, you know the answer to that, don't you? What I the answer to that? Don't go to Halloween parties. I like Halloween. You would. I love Halloween. I don't mind Halloween. It's just the parties and and how they've gone over the top with the decorations and everything. Now, I mean, they come out. They probably got them out already. I, I bet hope they so. do. I- my wife dec- knows that starting the third week of August, it's game on. You can decorate for fall. Yeah, but yeah, for fall, but not Halloween. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah I know. Yeah. I've been to your neighborhood. There ain't nobody trick-or-treating there. No. We got one last year, and I told him, run. Yeah. <laughs> I opened the door. I said, go. Run. Get out. Do not make eye contact. <laughs> run for your life. Yeah. Well, that was a good segment. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I, would do, I would do a throwback car. I would paint it like the, uh, blues, the cop car in Blues Brothers, <laughs> complete with the big searchlight right on the side of the... And I would go by as I passed anybody or got past, I'd shine the light right in their face. And I'd wear sunglasses. Is there a car, a uh, paint scheme that you have actually wanted to see that no one's brought back yet? One that really sticks out? I, unless anybody, and I don't think they have, I would say the old uh, number zero Masters Economy in Del McCowart. 
Yeah. White with green trim. Yep. Okay. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure William Byron's bringing back the Rainbow Warrior scheme this year, which is just like... Number one, it's too soon. It was just here, yeah. and they did. And remember, Gord's last year. They did that at Bristol. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're like, you got to give it a uh, while. And William Byron, you got to do something. That you've been the 24 car for five minutes. Yeah, I mean, fake news. Fake news. I'm not rooting for him. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back for Green White Checkers. Uh, Daytona Motor Mouse Ken Wallace sitting in for Goblin Kelly is the world's angriest uh, or the world's youngest angry. It looks like you're about to get me more angry with this topic. You are. Uh, your favorite driver, uh, second generation uh, automobile race driver named Chase Elliott. Clyde. Uh, is that Billy Clyde Elliott is now two races away, two non winning races away from being at 100 Cup Series career wins. Without a victory, which uh, he's hardly the first to be able to say that. But we th- would have thought if you put the uh, – going back to his rookie year, especially when he was running up front a lot, yeah. uh, and you would have said, say, halfway through his rookie season, if you would have said, all right, when he gets to the 100 race mark, I would have put his over-under on victories around eight at least, maybe ten. That would be yeah. – uh, Yeah. That's three-plus years. I would think no, – maybe not as – I don't think that many. Almost, yeah, almost – yes, three years and a fraction. I would think by this point, not so much as rookie year, but last year where he ran, it seemed like in the top three every race for a majority yeah. of the season. I would say last year, after about halfway through last year, I would say that by now he should have at least four or five wins. I, I would think. Yeah. But he doesn't. So but he's, he's doing much, better. How long are you going to give him? Well, he's won, Where do you think it's going to go? He's won a stage in back-to-back weeks, which for oh. Hendrick Motorsports is oh. just like, I mean, they're going to probably get him a trophy right for that with Wayne Hendrick. So he's done better. Put a number on it. When does it end? How long will the winless streak go? It's at 98 now. So, You've got to pick a number somewhere between 98 and forever. 104. Because so I think he's going to win before the playoffs, just by the way they've been running in the track. He's in, and the tracks he has coming up, he's really good at. Starting with Michigan, and he's good at walking. As it irritates you, I'll say 105. So 104, 105. So what, six? six. I, I really think it's going to be more like 130. I so think do it's I. Be next year. You don't, you don't think he's going to win this year? I think nah, he might. Yeah. I hate to say no, because if he does, I look stupider. But you got to remember, they have <laughs> Talladega, so you never know with that coming up. Yeah. You know. They have a short track at Bristol. You never know what that. They have Martinsville again. Which to, ir- to, to build up a serious case of anger, which I know you like to do, yeah. do you ever just look at the list of guys who have won anger. since he came along? And Eric Jones winning down yeah. here last month. Yeah. Maybe I want to put my freaking fist through yeah, the, the wall. Yeah, the guys who have won races that aren't named Billy Clyde Elliott. Does it just- uh, Austin Dillon, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Eric Jones, which he's in good equipment. He's That's fine, but still... Blaney. Yeah. I like Blaney, but yeah. angry. Yeah. All right, going to play the birthday game. Chris Busher. Oh, my God. Chris Busher's <laughs> won before Chase Elliott. Think about that. I know. Unbelievable. Right, we better move on. I didn't mean to open that can. Chris Busher. All right, we're going to play the birthday game. These guys are current, so you might. I didn't find any old timers that you would not know. All right. Uh, over the course of between today and next week, uh, we uh, have NASCAR or racing-related birthdays. Mr. Goblin Kelly is amazingly, uh, deceptively good, almost as if he's cheating. He's so good at picking uh, 
the birthdays. And uh, you, not so much. But you got a chance this week. I really do think you got a chance. Now, what do I have to be? I got to be within what five years? Uh, five to ten percent of however. Old. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, God, five years. If, if a guy's twenty, I mean, I could do that. But, <laughs> all right, here we go. Thursday, which as we sit here is tomorrow. Brian France, NASCAR's chairman and CEO. You remember Brian, don't you? you used to see him around the tracks every now and then. Brian France's birthday tomorrow. I always get him and the other France mixed up. Well, he's the. Let's say he's the third generation, if that helps you at all. It doesn't. 55. Very good. 56. Hey! There you go. One for Uh, one. uh, Saturday, two good ones. Jeff Gordon. My man. Yep. Easy. Easy sport. How old was Jeff when he retired? Was he going to be 45? Is that, is that your guess? Yeah, 45. 47. Okay. I guess he's not your man. I didn't realize he was that and old. Really? 47. So he was, wow. I think 45 is pretty good. I'm giving myself two for two. Next. The love you can. Jeff yeah. Gordon's the man. Kurt Busch, also Saturday. God, ball of fire. I wonder what he'll do for his birthday. <laughs> Let's hope he plays it close to the vest. <laughs> Kurt's, well, he'll be at a race weekend, so and he'll be in the Finger Lakes region up there near Watkins Glen. So. Kurt's got to be up there. He's been here for a while. Yeah, but he might have started young, too. Yeah, you 37. I think he was 11. 37. 40. Wow, a big 40. 4-0 for Kurt, huh? 4-T. 3 for 3, close enough. Next. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give you that one. That's right on the fringe. Uh, the next day, Sunday... It's the official uh, birthday of crew chiefs, apparently. Alan Gustafson, Daytona Beach Beach's own Breeze High School, Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. Crew chief or or? Clyde. Yep. The 0 for 98 crew chief. (laughs) Saturday's is Sunday's his birthday. Yo, what a birthday present that would be. Oh, you know they're going to play that up. All right. How How old is Alan Gustafson? Gustafson. He's He's got to be in his 40s. I'm going to say 40. Alan Gustafson is... 44. 44. Very good. What is 43. it? 43. Oh, I like it, though. You're doing good. Four for four. Woo. Woo. Uh, also Sunday, Chad Knaus. Chad Knaus? Yeah. The way he operates in that gray area of the rule book, he's probably shaving years off his birthday, but we'll, Chad we'll go Knauss. with the official uh, count here. Do you think Chad Knaus is fun to hang out with? Because I don't. Uh, at all. He does seem a little uptight. Seems business. a little Belichickian, Very doesn't business-like. he? business-like. But you know what? Whenever I've grabbed him here and there over the years in the garage, he's he's been fine. He's, well, he'll you weren't getting a beer with him. He'll smile and look at you and tell you, give you and talk. Well, that's pretty good. That's also probably when they were winning 10 races a year. Yeah, you got a good point there. <laughs> he did say he when they don't win for three weeks, he gets irritated. So imagine what he's like to be around right now. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Knaus. Chad Knaus is... Happy birthday on Sunday, Chad. And you're going... Because you're going to be... 48. Dang, you pretty good weight. Forty-seven. Five for five. That is. Nah, you were a little off on. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you the Kurt Busch one. Three and, years. And you know what? You got to lose points for not knowing. I mean, the man crush you have on Jeff Gordon, and yeah. you didn't know he's. I did forty-seven. Remember that one time I peed next to him in the media center? <laughs> no. Oh, you mean the restroom in the media? Center? No, just the media center. <laughs> hey, they're still talking about. It, it kind of brought a halt to lunch. If yeah. I remember. All right. So I guess that's that's all we got for now. Anybody got anything? Nothing. You. No. That's it. Goblin Kelly, Godspeed, Goblin, wherever you are. We'll see you next week. Yeah, uh, this is Ken Willis, uh, Zachary Dean, and uh, this has been the Daytona Motor Mouse, minus Mr. Kelly, who I promise will. Next week's Chase Elliott, uh, when when he wins, I'll have to be back on the show. Oh, God, I can't wait. See you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.